Today's reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rode in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, and us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The seal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord. Let's be to God. Thanks, Rebecca, for reading. I'm sorry I scared you. Welcome. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. It's great to have all of you here um, with us today, whether you're a guest or you're regular. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's a, the wait is over. Christmas has finally come. The Advent calendars, they're all open. I hope you've enjoyed the, the chocolates. Uh, the uh, Advent candles are all lit, and I hope uh, all the presents are open, and now you're enjoying uh, Christmas Day. We've been waiting for this day to come, haven't we? Uh, for, uh, if you're a Christian, I mean, we go through the season of Advent just waiting for Jesus' uh, uh, birthday uh, to come. But actually, 2,000 years ago, when Jesus first came to earth, people had been waiting for Jesus' coming for many, many years back then as well. Did you know, uh, back then, there was a prophet named Isaiah who prophesied 700 years before. So they were waiting for not just weeks or months or years, hundreds of years. They were waiting for Jesus to come for 700 years. And this is what Isaiah prophet wrote. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nations, increased their joy. They rejoice before you. They imagine this day, the day when people are in, in, in sort of darkness, a light coming. And as the light dawns, people rejoicing, rejoicing that the Savior has come. And, you know, in Shati and Church, we've been going through different carols. And there's a, we're going to hear a holy night. And there's this line in that line, uh, in that song, sorry, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. Thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. The world is weary, aren't we? Because of the sickness, because of the evil in this world, because of injustice and oppression, because of death that's all around the world. We're tired. But 2,000 uh, years ago, people were waiting for this day to come. A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices. 
The Messiah has come. 2,000 years ago, Jesus came and the world was changed. And now it's time to celebrate. You know, people celebrate Christmas in many different ways. I don't know what you've done. I'm sure you've gotten some presents. Uh, that's not what we do in our, in our home, Advent calendars and things like that. In Japan, I hear they go to KFC to eat chicken, fried chicken, um, on Christmas Day. In Philippines, did you know that they uh, do a suckling pig? <laughs> they roast a whole pig and enjoy the pig as a celebration. In Hong Kong, all of the Victoria Harbor, they're lit with Christmas lights. In Sha Tin um, as well, the Christmas lights are all around us. Did you know in Slovenia, they have three different Santas. They celebrate with three different Santas. In Britain, they eat mince pies. In the U.S., they eat also uh, these, uh, what are they called, Um, uh, fruitcakes. This really dense thing. I don't really like it that much, but they do it. But in in the U.S. where I grew up, um, they do do something that I really, really enjoy. Uh, what they do is the houses, many of them, they decorate their houses, not just inside, but outside of their houses. And they light them up, like my sweater is lit up. They light them up. And sometimes it's so blinding that you can't see. Uh, you can't see if it's day or night. And one of our Christmas traditions when I lived in the U.S. was driving around the neighborhood and enjoying uh, these lights. How do you celebrate? What do you think about all of that? You know, some Christians actually don't want us to celebrate in this way. Uh, Some say Christmas is not about Santa. It's not about buying gifts. It's not commercialism. We buy too many gifts, people say. A long time ago, there were some people called Puritans. Puritans got many, many things right, but one of the things that they wanted to do was they wanted to cancel Christmas. They wanted to do away with Christmas because they thought it was too pagan. And some of us, I think some Christians, say, actually, we should just meditate quietly. Meditate quietly and prayerfully about Christmas. And there's something really good about that, isn't there? But they're wrong. (laughs) Because Christmas, you can't just meditate. You can't just pray. Think about what Christmas is. Christmas means that we have a God. We have a God who is this transcendent God, big and holy and beautiful and mighty God who we didn't have access to. This God came down to earth. It means that this God came to, uh, as, as a baby, to live for us, to die for our sins, to rise uh, for us so that we might have hope in this world. If you meditated on that, if you thought about that, you know what would happen? You would celebrate. You would celebrate with all sorts of lights and songs and eating, you know, some cool ways and some not so cool ways, some weird ways. People would just celebrate because that's how people are. And that is Christmas. Jesus has come. God's, God has come. God's light has dawned in this world. I know this is for adults, but one adult wrote this, tastefulness. 
Some people think Christmas should be tasteful. Tastefulness is just small-mindedness pretending to be art. And Christmas isn't tasteful. It isn't simple. It isn't clean. It isn't elegant. Give me the tacky and the exuberant and the wild to represent the impossibly boisterous fact that God has intruded into this world. God has intruded upon this world. So if you don't have a Christmas tradition, can I suggest that you make one up? Because this isn't just time to meditate. This isn't just a time to pray. It's time to celebrate. It's amazing that God became a human being and became one of us. And his cha- he's coming, changed the world in so many different ways. Once again, we're going to hear this song, and it highlights, the song highlights how uh, God has changed the world. And one way that he changed the world is he taught us to love one another. Truly, he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Truly, he taught us to love one another. I don't know about you, but we're not very good. I'm not very good at loving people. Are you? We're very good at loving people who are good to us, people who are nice to us, people who are similar to us. We like them and we love them. But how how about people who are mean to us? How about people who are different from us? Think about how God came to teach us how to love one another. Think about who God made Jesus' parents. Who did God Jesus? Uh, who did uh, God make Jesus' parents? What was Jesus' dad's name? Joseph. Very good. Uh, Joseph was a carpenter. He was a commoner. How about Mary? Mary was Jesus' mother. Did you know Mary was the most common name at that time? I mean, just another name. There's so many people named Mary in the Bible. She was just another commoner. And when God sent his son to the earth, who did God send to announce his birth? Kings? Dignitaries? Important people? No, who did God send? You just saw it. Shepherds. Shepherds. There were nobodies out in the field. God sent shepherds to welcome God's son into this world. God wanted to say, God loves everyone. God came for everyone. And Jesus, when he grew up, he hung out with people that nobody wanted to hang out with. Tax collectors. Nobody wanted to hang out with tax collectors. They were traitors of their country. Prostitutes. Prostitutes were people who good people avoided, actively avoided, said, I don't want anything to do with them. But God in Jesus hung out with them. He loved them. He ate with them. He cared for them. He showed us how to love one another. What God wanted to say was that we are all, no matter who you are, we are all of God's creatures. Yes, we're sinful, every single one of us. Something wrong with us in our hearts. That's why God came. But that God loved each of us, no matter who we were, no matter what we did, no matter how sinful we were, that God loved all of us. And he taught us to love one another. And in this way, our song says, Chains shall he break, for slave is our brother. And it is in his name, all oppression shall cease. 
in his name, all oppression will cease and we will become his brothers, uh, uh, God's brothers. Uh, we will be brothers and sisters in him. I'm going to do a quick quiz with you. I don't know if you can recognize some of these faces. The, the quiz is, are they related? Can you tell these two handsome boys, are they related? Yes or no? Shout yes. No? Yes, they are related. I mean, the, the background, I think, <laughs> is the clue. <laughs> they're Jasper and Jacob. Um, they're related. They're brothers. How about this one? Are they related? Yes? Who are they? Yeah. That slightly skinny, weird-looking boy is Barney, my son. And the, the girl, uh, the fashionista, is my daughter, Corey. They're related. How about this one? Are they related? Yes, Ifaini and Bugo are here. They're related, the father and daughter. How about this one? I don't know if you can tell this one. Can you tell who's wielding the hockey sticks? It's Rhoda. <laughs> that's Rhoda and that's Rhoda's brother, Wilson. They're related. How about this one? Are they related? No. How about this? Are they related? Well, guys, you're all wrong. They are related. They are related in Jesus. When God sent Jesus, he reminds us that we're all brothers and sisters in him, that he loved us all, all of us. He makes us brothers and sisters. Chain shall he break, and slave will be our brother, right? We are brothers and sisters no matter what. All of us who love Jesus in this church, you are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are related, and that's one of the reasons why God came. God came in Jesus to bring peace into this, this world by making us brothers and sisters. But think about it. Why is there so much oppression and evil in this world? Well, it's because we're all divided, aren't we? We're divided according to our races and ethnicities, ideologies, education level, looks, gender, whatever it is. And whatever group, we also use our power and whatever we have to sometimes uh, other um, one another, to oppress one another, to uh, do bad things to each other, to hurt one another. But Jesus came to make us one in him, one family in him, to teach us to love one another. He brings peace in this way. And that's why in our reading, Jesus is called many things, but in the end, he also is called the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. He has come to bring peace upon this world. And I hope you will sense some of that peace if you're a visitor with us today as we worship Jesus, as we love one another. We are at peace with each other. We say, you are my brother and you are my sister. And this little peace that we experience in the church, well, we are to bring out into the world to share the good news of Jesus this Christmas. So on this day, let's thank God for Christmas. Let's thank God that God came to die for us, to rise for us, to make us one in him. And let's thank God that he's allowed us to recognize that love for us. And let's tell each other how much we love 
God and one another today. And after the service, do whatever. Do whatever you have to do to celebrate. Because this news isn't just something that you should pray about. It's not something that you should quietly enjoy. This news is something worth celebrating. So go out and eat a roast pig. Or go out, uh, watch the, the, the lights in Victoria Harbor. If you don't have a tradition, please invent one. It's worth celebrating in this way.